Please stand clear of the doors. Hey, we're on the monorail. Alex, man, we're gonna go, we have this new rubric. We're going to give it a rating. Okay, okay. you ready? Sure. Let's do it. Based on your experience, objectively, how well does it it's do its one. job? It's a it's, one. Are you sure? Yeah. What? For you, totally subjective, uh -huh. how badly do you want to Zero. ride this ride? Zero. Zero times. Welcome to episode 120 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today we will be giving the his on Disneyland Hotel. So Alex and I, we haven't been to the Disneyland Hotel, but nope. Jen has been to the Disneyland Hotel. And I think this is probably one of your favorite hotels. Is it, am, I, am I right, Jen? I do. I really like this one a lot. You can see my my background is hotel or half of the hotel, I guess. Mm -hmm. Two thirds of it. Yeah. So uh, it's really cool. Um, the vintage vibe of it is just really neat. Yeah, I, I really like the whole thing. Just by looking at it, it kind of reminds me of it's very vintage. You know, the hotel uh, kind of looks like a contemporary almost in a way. It, it's similar in the sense of like what you're seeing. The structure is not A-frame in any way, shape or form. Um, but just looking at the picture that I have behind me, I could see where one would think that. Um, but it consists of three towers and um, there's you know, no transportation going through them or anything like that. So a little different, but still has that same kind of, what is it? Mid-century. Is that what we're talking about? The, the aesthetic? I think that's yeah. what they call it now. So, yeah, kind of vintage. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's go ahead and come on. It's before. This is the one hotel that leads right into the park, right? It's like you exit and you're right there. No, um, oh, this really? one, no. So there are three on property hotels for Disneyland. There's Paradise Pier, which is the furthest one away. It's actually across the street from Disneyland. There's the Disneyland Hotel, which is this one. And it's at one end of downtown Disney. So if you were to take the downtown Disney as it is out there, and on one side would be the Esplanade, which is where you enter Disneyland and California Adventure. You walk through downtown Disney, and on the other side, it ends at the entrance to the Disneyland Hotel. The one that's actually closer is the Grand Californian, because the Grand Californian kind of sits on top of some of downtown Disney, and that has a separate entrance specifically into uh, California Adventure. Wow, that's cool. That's what we should have done this history on. Can we go back and redo it? Yeah. Give me, uh, give me 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes, yeah. This is the most iconic, though, of the Disneyland resorts because it's the oldest. For sure. Yeah. And not only that, Alex and I were just talking about it, how cool the pool is. Oh, the pool is the best. Yeah. Uh, so that, that is, I mean, something that makes it kind of stand out also. I mean, being the oldest hotel, I mean, that's super cool, too, right? Mm -hmm. This is this is this hotel is older than all the hotels over here in Florida. Of course. So the reason so when we stayed out there um the first time we were looking at all three of the resorts and trying to find what was going to be the best for us for our family's needs. Um and the pool at the Disneyland hotel, knowing that we were going to have a, a one or two resort days, the pool is what sold it for us and had us um, pick that one. Nice. Awesome. So uh, one of our listeners, they reached out to us and you know how I love 
talking with everyone, right? Mm-hmm. So if you are listening right now, if you have, if you have anything to add or you want to go ahead and you know to say, hey, we like your show. Hey, this is what you could could do different. Even if you don't like the show, reach out to me, and I can. Yeah. I love kind of this talking it out. Um, but our listener kind of reached out and gave us like a rubric for us for our ratings because we always talk about where what are we basing our ratings on? Like we have no idea, right? <laughs> Feeling. Did you see this in chat? I, I sent it to you. Huh? No, I don't think I did see oh, it. Oh yeah. So, no problem. Well, I have it right here. It's in OneNote, right? And I'm gonna go through it real quick. But it's super awesome. So Adam, thank you so much for sending this to me. He sent me a really awesome message oh, saying that how much now. he 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 loves the show and how he's been listening and he thinks he really enjoys the show. And he sent us like a really cool rubric. Okay, so I'm gonna talk about it this quickly. And I think we should somehow bring this in because I like the rating, right? Pretty much, it's it's into four sections. And each section is three points, pretty much, right? Okay. So, so if you were to go ahead and rate it a three for the first section, right, you can go up to nine, and the last one's only one point, right? So it's four sections all, all overall. The max you can get in the first three sections is three, and the last section is one. So I'm just going to talk about it. The first one is based on your experience or what you know about it. Uh, one, objectively, how well does it do its job? Is it a thrill ride thrilling? Is a show entertaining? Does a restaurant give have good food for its category. So pretty much if you were to give it max for that, like that little section will be three, uh, not the best, but above av- average two. The below Disney standards, you would give zero for that attraction, ride, restaurant, whatever, okay? Mm-hmm. Number two, this is something that's subjective. How badly do you want to ride this again or for the first time or go back to like if it's a restaurant or whatever, right? So um, the first one would be try and stop me. You would give it three points. B would be the second one would be uh, I'll make an effort, which is two. And then if there's no line or something or someone's paying, that would be for Alex. Someone's paying you to go. That would <laughs> yeah. be one point. Uh, and then the last one would be like uh, if you hold my kids hostage, that will be zero points. The third category would be the overall atmosphere, theming, decoration, music, sounds of both the rides, venue, dining area, and the queue. Uh, three points for the very first one it would be I'm um, transported. I mean, like the theming's so good, you actually feel wherever you're supposed to be, right? Right. Uh, B, it draws me in two points. And then the last one, C, would be at least it's something, one point. And then, I'm sorry, the last one would be below Disney standards would be zero. And then the last one would be a magic point. If there's something about this experience that makes this extra special for you, if yes, no matter the reason, you add one point. You can just give it for a magic point for anything. So when you add all the points up, three, 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 and one, yes. it equals 10. Okay? Right. Obviously, we haven't been there. So, no. Jen, after looking at this rubric, right? Which do you I see, you see my pencil, right? I'm adding I do this see up. your pen. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool. I think um, it's a great idea. I think it's a great idea, too. I think that I'll make posts for our rating rubric and I'll post it on social media, make like a nice little graphic. Yeah. I think this is really cool. So, I see Jen has her pencil. She's adding it up. And what do you have for us, Jen? What do you rate this? Okay. So, I'm going to go through it just a little bit. Um, cause I like this a lot. Um, so in the first category, um, the, how well does it do its job? I'm going to give it a three. So, um, because it definitely is, you know, a gold standard as far as resorts go. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh, how badly do you want to ride this again? How badly would I want to go there again? Um, I gave that one a two only because, I've stayed at two out of three of the resorts out there. And I, my, the grand Californian is my favorite hands down. So I can't give it a three if I like another resort out there more. Right. So I gave it a two. Third one is the overall atmosphere. 
hands down three points because it's just, I love that vintage vibe about it. So, yep. And then the magic point, mm-hmm. um, I would give it a point for the something new and or unique now or back then. So I would give it a point there um, just because of the, the, the vintage feel of it and how it is just very uniquely Disney, in my opinion. As far as like a single cherished memory or nostalgic connection, nah. Remarkable value, no, because it's an on-site property. I mean, it's, there's, unfortunately, there's not a lot of value. And I'll talk about that more, you know, as we get into it, you know, the differences between Disneyland resorts and Disney World resorts and price points and things like that. Um, I, I definitely wouldn't say it's a value. This is a splurge resort. You know, it's a, mm-hmm. you know, we really want that full Disneyland experience or, you know, I'm able to do this with some sort of discount or Disney Vacation Club points because you can transfer those over. Um, it's not a good point value, but you can do it if you've got extra ones to burn. Um, so all of that said, that has me give it three six seven eight has me a a nine which i would have said anyway so pretty good there you go yeah that's pretty awesome i think you you put more effort into this with the uh rubric like that oh yeah for sure you do put more effort and put a little bit more thought and you also have a reason for your your points that you're giving right yeah maybe we should go back and do a special episode where we just re-rate everything we've done an episode Uh on using (laughs) that's a good idea though no we can kind of match it I think um, this is going to change Alex's points. <laughs> it may make it a little <laughs> higher, maybe. Maybe it'll make it a little lower. Yeah. But, you know, that'll be a lot of fun to go back and go through the episodes to see, you know, what we gave something, right? And then see how this point system matches oh, to what I'll, we... Re- that sounds like a lot of work. I wasn't planning on doing that. <laughs> well, well, now I'm kind of interested to see how it's going to affect our points. Right, because that'll be. I'm interested to see if Alex now would give a higher rating to some uh, attractions or a lower rating. So maybe we can just focus on you. Oh, great! (laughs) Because you know sometimes I just want to give a ride a seven, no real reason. Just feel like a seven today. But now you have to justify it with the. I don't. I don't like that. It takes a lot more brain power. It is not. not, I think it's fun. (laughs) And thank you, Adam. Again, yes, thank you, Adam. Great, great job. You're right in the center of fun and enchantment at Disneyland Hotel. Such fun that you'll wonder where each day and night went at Disneyland Hotel. Let's get to the his on Disneyland Hotel. You two will sing like so wonderful thing at Disneyland Hotel. At Disneyland Hotel. Disneyland Hotel opened two months after Disneyland and became a quick success, much like the park it shares its name with. This hotel started as a high-end 200-room getaway for Disneyland guests. After over 60 years, Disneyland Hotel has none of its original buildings standing today and can accommodate 900 rooms full of guests at this dream getaway locale. How many towers does it have, Alex? It's three, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, it has the three towers. And, you know, I go into this blind, no idea about anything about this hotel. And uh, the history is kind of interesting, but it kind of does stink that they knocked down all the original buildings. They tried to preserve some of the older artifacts throughout the resort, if I remember correctly. Um, You know, there's a big mural on the wall um, down by the lobby. There's some older artifacts, you know, under glass and and some of the various towers and things like that. So they have some things there. Um, they definitely have tried to 
give it the vintage feel again, right. which they've succeeded, obviously, because, you know, that's one of the things I like about it. Yeah. My my favorite histories that we kind of talked about is, are the ones that Alex kind of has no idea about. And then after he does the history, he's kind of like, oh, this this is this has cool history. Yeah. Yeah. To, in my opinion, I mean, this is there's no cooler history than being like one of the originals. Right. Being one of the first. And this is one of the first hotels that, that, that were, um, you know, open at Disney. Yeah. Being a Disney World person, I never think about Disneyland and what they have going on over there. And I know there's not a lot of room over there because it's surrounded mm-hmm. by stuff. So I didn't really, I, I figured they had resorts, but I didn't really know what the resorts were like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Steve is saying right now in our Discord chat, he's saying he had no idea there were even hotels over at Disneyland right. in California. Yeah. So, I mean, ha- I'm interested to know how many listeners are listening right now. And they're like, what? There's hotels over at Disneyland in California? Yeah, there's Disney hotels there. Yeah, go there. And, you know, and, and spend time there with your family if you're able to. Walt Disney had a dream to supply families with a fantasy land where the young and old can have fun together. His dream cost a lot to build, leaving Walt with no funds to build a hotel. Anaheim at the time was a bunch of orange groves, only having enough motels to provide 100 rooms at best. Walt met with many hotel companies who did not see the advantages of breaking ground for a hotel in a town with nothing to offer other than a dream. Eventually, Walt had a meeting with Jack Rather and Maria Helen Alvarez, Owners of Rather Alvarez Productions, Jack and Maria owned a film production company putting on shows like The Lone Ranger. Jack Rather was a Texas oil millionaire who already owned hotels in Las Vegas and Palm Springs. Rather and Alvarez agreed, and they broke ground on March 18, 1955. The hotel was designed by Pereira and Luckman Architects, who designed buildings like CBS Television City in Los Angeles and Hilton Hotel Headquarters in Beverly Hills. The plans called for around 300 rooms made up of hotel rooms, suites, and garden apartments. There were also plans for three swimming pools, tennis courts, a golf course, four restaurants, and a cocktail lounge. One of the standout features of the hotel was the indoor and outdoor registration desks. Guests could check in without having to leave their cars. The budget for the hotel was projected as $10 million, but they later decided to build the hotel in phases in order to save money in case Disneyland was a bust. After many setbacks, the unfinished Disneyland Hotel opened October 5, 1955. It wasn't until 1956 that the hotel held an official opening gala. There was a marching band as well as many celebrities. The hotel opened up with 200 rooms spread out between the North and South Garden rooms. In the front of the hotel were towering signs, a now iconic look. Each letter had its own block to spell out Disneyland Hotel. This sign would inspire the now classic Disneyland's sign, which was built a few years later. One of the things that we may have touched on here or there or something like that was, you know, the, the, the drastic differences between the congestion around disneyland yeah versus disney world is that something you get into in this because i don't want to no. i didn't read it in advance okay good so for people who aren't familiar with um disneyland versus disney world uh as soon as the uh, disneyland started coming to fruition you know words getting out breaking ground things like that and and as it's in its infancy the land in the Anaheim area, which was basically orange groves, um, and, you know, very, very small area, this just exploded. And so everybody, you know, hotels, restaurants, you name it. And to this day, 
you can uh, Disneyland is completely surrounded by that. It's in a residential area. Um, so there's, you know, lots of housing. It's, um, you know, right outside of there is hotel after hotel after hotel, you know, with a Denny's and, uh, you know, Taco Bell and, and all these restaurants in between. It's a very, very um, pretty fancy one, huh? congested area not necessarily um but they charge like their fancy ones because of location i was joking um, taco bell well no i thought you were talking about the <laughs> resorts um but they i mean you've got everything you can imagine in these places and so walt didn't like that yeah he, he was not happy with that and nope. that's where the florida project came to be right alex yeah for sure he definitely did not like everyone moving in so close to where his park was. And you're right. That's why he did Disney world. And, but the same thing happened. Well, not necessarily. No, kind of, not at he all. Owns, they own such a large part of that area. That yeah, you man. Can, but Disney Springs is like right there. And it's like hotel Boulevard and like every, everything's there. And like, but you can drive I mean, I, from Hollywood studios yeah, to right. Disney to magic kingdom and not see anything. Nothing outside, mm, nothing right. outside of the Disney bubble. This is so the very first time that we ever went out there and we stayed, we stayed um, off property. When you think off property for Disney World, you think the Kissimmee area or you think, you know, those streets right outside. Um, there's yeah, yeah. I can't even think. You know what I'm talking about, though. Right. That's what you think of when you think of off property at Disney World. And it's going to take you a good 20 minutes or so to get actually into the parking lot mm -hmm. of your desired park. Mm -hmm. Off property at Disneyland, you walk out of your hotel, you cross Harbor Boulevard, and you are on the Esplanade staring at the entrance to those two parks. Like mm -hmm. you're closer in some of those hotels right there. You are closer to the entrance than if you park in the parking garage. That's how close it is. One crosswalk away. So um, number one, they charge a premium. You know, and number two, I mean, for proximity, I mean, you can't beat that. So, but as far as that not being able to control the aesthetic, you know, there's definitely all kinds of, you can name it, ticky tacky ones. Um, even the nicer ones are further away. You know, these are all uh, retrofitted best Western holiday inns and things like that, that, um, you know, they're older buildings that they just kind of keep remodeling them and, mm -hmm. you know, bringing them up. Um, it's not the vibe that Walt wanted at all. So, because he wanted his, you know, little own isolated world, if you will. And so that's the big difference between the two. Now, because all those property values skyrocketed and all these people brought this stuff and, you know, bought it up and built all these things that left very limited room for his own expansions. Room wise, it's very limited over there. That's why there's only three actual, you know, Disneyland resorts. Right. And one of them is even a retrofitted, a retrofitted high rise. The only ones that are actually, you know, constructed by Disney is the Disneyland Hotel in the Grand California. The Paradise Pier, that's an old resort that they purchased and completely and totally retrofitted that tower. It is, it's not their construction. And the parks are a lot smaller too, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Parks are a lot smaller. Um, yep. Park hopping consists of, you know, basically the equivalent of walking to your neighbor's house, Joe. I mean, it's just, it, you can walk out the gates of Disneyland across the Esplanade and you're into California adventure. Everything is super condensed over there. So key things that made Walt say, let's do it different in Florida. Did you guys know about this Disneyland sign and that the, you know, the block Disneyland sign, did you guys know it, did. it originated from Disneyland hotel, not Disneyland? Yes. Did you know that Joe? 
I did not know that. It's pretty cool. I know the Disneyland sign, but not the Disneyland Hotel. When I found out that that Disneyland Hotel was the original, that's kind of interesting because I, Disneyland Hotel is not I, owned by Disney. Or and I really like that design, too. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's a really nice design. I like design. the colors, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really pops out. Super iconic. Disneyland Hotel had an Olympic-sized swimming pool, Olympic diving pool, and a child pool, all surrounded by cabanas, shuffleboards, and a snack bar. The patio arcade shopping area held 17 stores, a barbershop, a beauty salon, dry cleaners, a cocktail lounge, and several restaurants. One of these restaurants was Little Gourmet. There were even convention areas and banquet facilities, an indoor and outdoor childcare service building, and a tram which would pick guests up from the front of the hotel to be transported directly to Disneyland Park. Within the first year of official operation, the hotel expanded to more than 300 rooms, becoming the largest hotel in Orange County. Within five years, there were roughly 25 motels and hotels opened up nearby to compete for business. In 1961, the hotel would receive an expansion, which would add a 13,000-square-foot convention center and a golf complex. A monorail station was also installed to transport guests to and from the park. The expansion would also hold a celebration for breaking ground on the new 11-story high-rise tower. The tower was designed by Weber and Nicholas and would utilize a new building method that would change the layout of Orange County forever, building up instead of out. In 1965, Disneyland Park and Hotel celebrated 10 years, and with it an announcement of plans to construct an annex to the tower with a new shopping plaza building. During all these Disneyland Hotel expansions, Jack Rather bought out the shares of Rather Alvarez Hotels from Alvarez, making him the sole owner of the Disneyland Hotel. The tower built in 1962 was named Sierra. The next two towers built in 1970 and 1978 were named Marina and Bonita. Another convention center was added in 1972. In the early 1970s, a recreational vehicle park named Vacationland opened. This RV park had its own clubhouse and pool. Multiple restaurants and shops opened throughout the years. Some of the restaurants that helped host live nightly entertainment were the Shipyard Inn and the Wharf Bar. There was also a crowd-pleasing fantasy water show added at the southwest side called Seaport of the Pacific. This 20-minute water show lit up with many colors twice a night. The off-road raceway opened in the Bonita Tower, featuring small remote car rentals. That's crazy. Which part? All of that Why? stuff, all of that, just the, all of those things being there versus what's there now, it's very different. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's way different. It's, it's insane how different it is. I wonder, this Jack Rather guy, yeah. he must have had a lot of money, huh? He was a oil tycoon when oil tycooning was the best. Still is, really. <laughs> hey, Alex, so in Bob's Burgers, right? You, you watch Bob's Burgers. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, you're talking about the tycoon? Well, no, the guy, he, uh, you see, he had the shipyard inn and the wharf bar, right? Yes. What's the name of that, uh, like the place, like the, yeah. that, the carnival area, but in Bob's Burgers, isn't it like the Wonder Wharf? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's a wharf. So yeah. I wonder, I wonder if they took that from this. I don't know, because it's not, I don't think this is a pier, and that's a pier. But it doesn't, it, it definitely had like a pier feel over there, I think, in some areas, right, Jen? There. <sighs> I vaguely remember the picture behind me is old because that little gazebo thing was a gift shop and it's not, I don't think it's there now. Um, there's, there's maybe there's waterways in there that I'm, I don't think so. Um, no. no, but there has to be, if there was a, if there was a water show, there would have had to have been something there, right? Well, Pixar Pier, what's Pixar Pier? That's part of California Adventure. Is that so that was built? Though? Yeah, that was built specifically. That's what I'm wondering. I have no idea. Okay. Yeah, that was built specifically for that. Yeah. But the water show with the colors mm -hmm. that are that probably was um, 
the predecessor to, you know, the water pageant, the right. electrical parade, you know, they have something called world of color out there, which is a huge amped up version of that. Yes. So mm-hmm. if that was the first one out the gate there, pretty cool. It was at this resort. Yeah. Is the RV park still there? Mm-mm. No, not that I know of. No, but I mean, the RV park, that's the original to the one that's in Disney world that you guys like. Oh, uh, Fort wilderness. Right. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, I'm interested in getting an RV because I do like to travel, you know. <laughs> and you you want to see- travel an hour and a half away? <laughs> that's like, what hey, RV? man, listen. <laughs> listen, you can get one of those, like, little RV trailer spots at, like, Fort Wilderness Lodge or whatever, Fort Wilderness. Yeah. Like, they're cheap. You can stay there for, like, a qu- like n- less than a quarter of a price, price as a regular hotel at Disney or whatever. That's true. That's true. It's, like, what, 80 bucks a night or something, Jen? Uh, it depends on the time of the year, but yeah. And listen, some of those trailers are no joke. When we stayed out there in August, we went out late one night. We stayed in the cabins cause we don't have an RV. We didn't want a tent camp. Uh, we, so we stayed in the cabins and my husband and I took our golf cart out and we went through every loop, like almost window shopping, looking at some of those right. RVs. They're crazy. Yeah. Kind of reminds you of the goof movie. Yeah. Being- uh, there were there were some that were like that elaborate you know they had like balconies off of the side of them you know he's pointing out look that one's two-story i'm like how do you even drive that yeah yeah like some of them are insane yeah and there's a whole bunch of cool like they, they that's like for real over there there's like parades like golf cart parades because people are usually bringing the trailers and like they're they're staying there in the rvs they bring a golf cart too so and they like totally like you know decorate the golf carts and there's like parades and just like you're saying some of the it's it's just, it's like a its own like little community i guess there for that little rv park at the wilderness um, port wilderness there's um there's a whole online community for people who stay at fort wilderness specifically yep and you can go on youtube and kind of do some research and you can see some of the things that they do there because it's pretty cool i mean i especially love it love it during christmas time and halloween time i mean it's uh there's like some legit like decorating contests going on there. I feel like that can replace because you know how we used to love to go to, uh, you know, Hollywood Studios and see the lights and do all the things there. Right. I feel like if we were to go spend like get a hotel at Wil- at the Wilderness Lodge and then go around to uh, the different RVs and per- partake in the activities that they have there, I think that would kind of, you know, take the place of the Christmas spirit, I guess, that. Uh, get us in the Christmas spirit, I think. But think about this though. So you're looking at the value of staying in an RV spot for $50 a night. How much are you spending on the RV to stay in that spot? Yeah, that's true. But I mean, you don't, I mean, I think it's worth so much more because you can take it anywhere. You don't just have to stay at Disney. I mean, you can go anywhere in the country. Well, you know, our plans, we want to do the RV in Alaska. So I know I hear you. So, so do we, my wife wants an RV too. I say, have fun with that. Is his on the road? He'll go on tour. <laughs> well, when we get an RV, we're gonna have to park it at your place, Alex. Yeah, oh, I'll build a, I'll build a little, uh, I'll build a little uh, gated community on the side of my house. A gated community? Where your RV? Yeah, people living there. Or you could just side hustle and charge a rent. Yeah, that's sure. I wouldn't mind that actually. In 1984, Michael Eisner became chairman and CEO of a drowning Walt Disney Company. His goal was to revitalize the parks and build up the areas around them. He wanted to bring Disneyland Hotel under the Disney umbrella, but failed to convince Jack Rather or his wife to sell him the hotel. 
After Mr. and Mrs. Weather passed away, Disney purchased the entire Rather Company, which came with the hotel and the company's shows. In the late 1990s, all the original Disneyland Hotel was demolished, except for the three towers that were added on in the 60s and 70s, and the convention center and parking garage. These empty lots would become the new downtown Disney and new parking areas for the Disneyland Resort's big expansion. There were also recreational facilities built to replace those previously located east of the Sierra Tower. In 2007, the three towers were renamed. The Marina became the Magic, Sierra became the Dream, and Bonita became the Wonder. Between 2009 and 2012, Disneyland Hotel was remodeled, giving it new life with new windows, carpets, wallpaper, and decor. The hallways became filled with beautiful concept art of the hotel. There are large display cases of Disney memorabilia, as well as photos of famous Disneyland visitors. During this renovation, all the towers were renamed again to match the theme lands. Dreams became the Adventure Tower, Wonder became the Frontier Tower, and Magic became the Fantasy Tower. The rooms received total makeovers, with the Adventureland Suite, Big Thunder Suite, Pirate of Caribbean Suite, Fairy Tale Suite, and the Mickey Mouse Penthouse. In 2011, the Disneyland Hotel restaurants Hook's Point, Wine Cellar, Crocs, Bits and Bites, and the Lost Bar were replaced by Tangaroa Terrace and Trader Sam's. In 2012, a new downtown Disney monorail station was built on top of the former Disneyland Hotel station. Also in 2012, Disneyland Hotel's major pool, Neverland Pool, was transformed into the monorail pool. This included six new cabanas and two new water slides with replica monorail trains on the top of each one. There was also a new four-foot pool built between the major pool and the water play area. So I was doing the history, right? And I was talking to Chris, like, shortly after. And I said, so listen to this. So they got rid of Neverland Pool and put a monorail pool. Why would you want a pool that looks like a monorail? That looks, that sounds so dumb. And then he's like, hold on, I got to see this. He goes, hold on. Google it really fast. So I did. I was like, wow, that looks pretty cool. That's really cool. That was the, <laughs> that was the selling point looking at that, knowing that we were going to have kids that were going to want to play in the pool. That's why we uh, picked it. Cause when you looked at those pictures, you're like, wow, that's really neat looking. Like I've, I, I pictured in my head, like a little tiny monorail figurine on top of a slide, but they were like three cars long replicas. Are they full size or like quarter size? Like, you, uh, they're you not full person. size right it's um uh, maybe half size half size still really yeah. big and it looks really nice it's really cool definitely it's um you know it's funny because i was sitting here and reading this because i didn't um read it in advance but did you notice that the towers joe were the names of the of three out of four of the ships yeah the disney cruise line ships oh at one point awesome. at one point the magic the dream and the wonder yes yeah, that's kind of I was that was kind of interesting. I knew you guys pick up on that. Now, let me talk about Michael Eisner trying to buy this company from a man. And then Mr. Rather passed away and then he tried to buy it from the wife. And then she passed away and they're like, OK, we're just going to buy the whole company now. <laughs> kind of feel like, <laughs> oh my I don't God. know, that was a little weird sequence of events there. Well, I think that I mean, Michael Eisner is, is not my favorite um, Disney CEO for a lot of reasons, but you got to give him credit here because he saw this, saw this potential. Um, cause I did not know that this wasn't a Disney property the entire time. Yeah. It was not. Um, yeah. I didn't know that. So the fact that he, you know, from a business standpoint saw that this is something that they could, you know, make better and it could be profitable and, and really stayed on that, you know, I mean, you can look at it one way as kind of creepy, like, Hey, sorry about your loss. How about selling that company? Mm -hmm. Not yet. Come back in a few years. Hey, sorry about another loss. 
<laughs> and uh, talk to you about buying the company now. Yeah. But if it's if this is all going down in 1984, this is post opening of the monorail resorts here at Disney World. You know that there is profit to be made for your company from resorts and their proximity to the park. So kind of makes sense that he was so aggressive about wanting to purchase, you know, this property, these, this hotel. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And cause it, it's a while after I, I believe some of these monorail parks open, I mean, the, the monorail resorts. Yeah. Open. Right. So obviously like you're saying that you're going to see how profitable, profitable it is. Cause when you're traveling somewhere and I can tell you right now, even right now, we live what an hour and 20 minutes, an hour away from Disney or whatever. Yeah. Um, Depends on I which like one saying, of us is driving. I know, I know. And and if we even get there, because Alex falls asleep driving. Um, hey, not anymore. But not anymore. What do you mean? Not anymore. <laughs> um, but I like staying at the resorts because they're close to Disney. Because when you're walking around the park all day, it's tiring, and there's nothing better than to be like, oh yes, I don't have to make that drive home. I can just go. 15 minutes and stay at a nice hotel, yeah. you know, right there on Disney property and then do it again the next day type of thing. Yeah. Hey, so we didn't really touch base on the first uh, history, but so can you believe that Disney offered, he went to his friends and was like, Hey, you want to build a hotel near my future park? And they're like, I don't know. That doesn't sound like that's cool. I don't think we're going to invest money in a, in a hotel. That's buy something that's not even real yet. So he has friends who lost on millions of dollars. Because they Can you didn't imagine believe in history. Being that friend. Yeah, yeah. Like that's one of those things. Like that's one of those things your spouse brings up for the rest of your life. Yeah, you could have a hotel by Disneyland, Craig. What are you doing? <laughs> what do you mean we're tight on money? We wouldn't be tight on money if you would have bought that hotel. If you would have built that hotel. You know Walt's a genius. You should have just rolled with it. <laughs> uh, the. I think that we stayed in the Adventure Tower, if I remember correctly. Um, the Trader Sam's yeah. in there is awesome. Is it really big? Is it really? It's because I mean, I, here I like it, it says here it says like really? these two restaurants took over the space of like six restaurants or five restaurants. So is it a big restaurant? Well, that Trader Sam's is bigger than ours. Uh-huh. Um, it there, it's definitely more intricate with the the decorations, the designs. My one of my favorite Disneyland, if not my favorite Disneyland memory, comes from that Trader Sam's. So um, it's it's just it's way more elaborate, I guess, which is crazy because if you've ever been in Trader Sam's over here at the Polynesian, that in itself is a yeah. busy bar. If you it can is. even imagine things being busier. That's Trader Sam's. Like when we go in December, that first night, we're going to, that's the first place we're going to Trader Sam's. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. This is a fantastic place to meet characters with no line, often seeing them in the front lobby, outside of the tower entrances, and by the main front doors of the Fantasy Tower, greeting arriving guests. Disneyland Hotel had a helicopter service taking guests from Los Angeles International Airport to Anaheim Airport. It stopped services shortly after two separate crashes in the late 1960s. Owning the Rather Company also meant that Disney now owned the Lone Ranger and the Lassie television series. The Frontier Tower was originally called the Bonita Tower, named after Jack Rather's wife. 
Upon completion in the 1960s, the Sierra's outside elevator caused the roof sign to read Hotel Disneyland. Isn't that crazy how many um, helicopter crashes that there were? Yeah, there was like a there was like there was two severe ones with uh, you know deaths, and then they were like, no more. We're gonna do this helicopter transportation. So it's funny because I'm like you know how your brain goes super fast. Like I'm reading this as you're I'm reading it in my head as you're reading it, and I'm going. Well, Disneyland had a hotel copter, helicopter service. That's cool. And the very next nine is, oh, never mind. <laughs> I think we'll pass on that. We here at Diz His think Disneyland Hotel is an awesome resort and has so much history. It was the first resort in 1955 and still today brings so much joy to Disneyland guests. Even though it would have been cool to have retained the original buildings, what took its place has become a must visit. Dreaming of a Disney vacation? If you aren't able to go enjoy the resorts, then get yourself some three Cheeky Chicks wax melts. Studies show smells help bring forward memories, so these smells are a must-have if you want to put yourself back at these grand resorts. Go to MagicallyScented.com to order scents like Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's an earthy smell with sage, lemon, and lime. There is a Port Orleans French Quarter, which has fragrance of flowers, cotton, mandarin blossoms, freesia, and peonies. The Wilderness Lodge Melt smells of mahogany, blood orange, red pepper, sage, cognac, bourbon vanilla, golden amber, tonka bean, and sandalwood. The Vero Beach Melt will transport you with its orange blossom, star jasmine, velvet roses, and greens. Just visit MagicallyCinda.com and use promo code DizHiz20 to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by Three Cheeky Chicks. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyCinda.com, promo code DizHiz20. That's three cheeky chicks at magicallyhacented.com. Memories. 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 All right. Memories. Jen, you only have the you are the only person with the memory. What is it? Well, so I mean, I don't have specific memories about the hotel. Well, I want to hear the one at Trader Sam's. Yeah, you I said you had a memory. Heard it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a funny one. So Trader Sam's is right in the middle of the resort. And my kids' very first visit there, um, they were four and ten. So my son is the younger one. And so it's, you know, it's family friendly up to a certain time. And then I, I think they kick kids out. I don't remember. So anyways, but we knew we wanted to go in there and check it out having no experience with it. So we go in, get a table. And like I said, it's much more animated. So the tiki masks that are on the walls, their eyes move, you know, they, in the mouths, sometimes they open and close. Sometimes I think they sing with the yes. uh, 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 and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I guess maybe a creepy vibe to a four-year-old and you guys know my son, he's a pretty vibrant kid, right? Mm -hmm. This kid shut down. Like, would not speak, wouldn't, he sat there still as a stone, <laughs> would not explain why he sat there in this bar as still as a stone, wouldn't say a word. All he was doing was looking out of the side of his eyes at the tiki masks, wouldn't order a drink, wouldn't move. We're just like, we've never seen him act like that. Kind of like the day at uh, Epcot where he stopped everybody and made a stand in a circle. Oh yeah, yeah that was fun. <laughs> so couldn't figure out still to this day don't know if it was the the tiki mask that like triggered him i guess but we spent this entire you know visit in in the the bar trying to get him animated or something nothing mm -hmm. 
absolutely nothing. Like to this day, he still will not tell us why he shut down like that. Well, has, has he been back since then? He hasn't. So this December, if we make it back in. You better go uh, and see what happens. You probably won't go in there. He'll probably be fine. Well, okay. So he was four and he's 12 now. So, oh, you never know. I can stick with you. (laughs) (laughs) Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. This is, this is Review. Review. So this week week for D Plus was Sister Act. Yep. Jen, did you watch it? I'm just joking. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jen. Well, no, I she's did. Busy. She's busy. She has, she has a hard week. Go I ahead. did my homework and I watched Sister Act. I cannot believe this. He told me this beforehand. I'm so surprised. Like, what do you think of Sister I've Act? I've never seen it. I've never seen it. And, really? Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I've never seen it. And, you know, I'm not a big nun fan. Um, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I'm a big fan oddly, of nuns. Oddly specific. <laughs> You could have. I'm not a big fan of religion. I'm not a religious guy. I'm not a big fan of nuts. Um, no, I've never yeah. seen it. So you, so you like religion, okay, but not so you nuns. like you like religion. Just don't like nuns. Yeah, yeah, just the nuns. They creep me out. Um, so I like the movie. It was pretty good. Uh, it was entertaining. My wife didn't really like it that much. She said it was a little too slow for her. Uh, but mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of funny. And I was kind of watching. And I was like, wow, is this like, is this when is this when Whoopi's career? Because I had I you know I only know Whoopi from a few things. And I was like, you know, what, what, what is it? Is it a comedy? Was she known for comedies? What's, you know, was she? So I looked her up a little bit and I didn't know she started off as a drama actress. I had no idea that that was like her first thing with drama. And then she went into comedy movies from there. I had no really? idea. Well, well, she started off with The Color Purple, right? 1985. Drama. Yeah. And then, which is, that's a big drama. But Ghost, would Ghost be a drama? Yes. Was she really, Ghost she was more like drama. comedic, like. Yeah, I would classify second. Ghost as a drama. Yeah, Go- Ghost overall is a drama, but she was She's more the like comedic a comedic relief. Re- yes, is in she? that movie. Yeah. And not only that, though, she was, uh, you know, we were talking about what is she known for. I mean, her and Robin Williams and Billy Crystal, like they had, what was the name of that thing that they were doing with the co- with the comedy? Comic relief, maybe? Yeah. So. And that was not, um, looks like 1986. Um, this was like a, a series, I guess, hosted by Robin Williams, Billy Crystal, and Whoopi Goldberg. Wow! Look at all three of those pe- people, by the way. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All those three people, very iconic, iconic Disney characters, I would say. Right? Right. Robin Williams with the genie, Billy Crystal with Mike Wazowski, uh-huh. and of course you got Whoopi Goldberg, right? Mm-hmm. Who is um, she's been in a bunch of Disney movies, right? She's yes. known uh, Lion King. And not only that, I'm not sure if you know this, but she's also in that one show, Marvel's Modok. How do you, how do you pronounce that Marvel character? Modok. Like the head? You're right. Modok. Modok, yeah. So she does, she has, she does like a voice in that does series. Does she really? Too, right now, yeah. So she's like this famous for her voice because she has a very like unique yeah. voice, right? Yeah. Now, when I was watching this movie, you know, all I can think of is Harry Potter because the main head nun is in, is in, I'm sorry, all I can think of was Hook because main head nun is from Hook, right? She plays, um, Wendy, she plays old Wendy, right? In Hook. Yeah. Then the head nun. So I was oh, like, man. I see what you're talking about. So I was like, okay. So she was like an she was like an old lady then, but she's in she's in this movie. And I was like, this movie came out before that, right? Around the same time. 
And then mm-hmm. Christine's like, oh, isn't she in Harry Potter? I was like, yeah, she was the old lady in Harry Potter too. You're talking about Maggie Smith. And I, yeah, Maggie Smith. And I was like, how old was she in this movie? She was 58 in this movie. Did she look 58 to you in this movie? No. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> she was, Joe, she was 18 years older than you. That's what I'm gonna look like. That's what I'm gonna look like when I'm 58. I guess. In 18 years. Yeah. I can be like an old nun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess that you're saying that, some people some people age differently. differently than others. Yeah, she was able to play the the older woman early in her career. I would say. Oh, that's a very eloquent way to say that. <laughs> yeah, and she. I mean, she was known for those type of parts. Yeah, too, she right? made she made a career out of it. Mm-hmm. You made it where yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh but not only that, think about this for a second. In Hook, who's in that movie? We got Robin Williams. Robin Williams. So uh, it seems like a lot of these characters, I mean, they I think they were really close as friends, like comedians. They were really close. Whoopi Goldberg, Billy Crystal, and Robin Williams, right? Uh-huh. Uh so what do you think about so sister acting you know, overall? I, I thought it was a fun movie. Right? Yeah. Whenever this if it's when you think of a nun, you think of something that's very strict, very, you know very straightforward so when you go and you take like a unique idea of throwing this person who's not strict who's very like outgoing and you put them with a group of nuns to make them more outgoing it, i think that's uh i think it's a good idea for a film right yeah and it's so and it's such a good idea for a film they're gonna be making a sister act three they're going to be making a sister act three? yes wow and Luffy Goldberg's gonna be in it is kathy and jimmy gonna be in it i have no idea well cause... she's getting a resurgence if that's the case because they're yeah. doing hocus pocus too right and I'm not sure if she's going to be in it, but I do know that I'm not sure if it. I, I don't think it's going to be a straight to movie type thing. I mean, uh, like in the D movie plus. theater, I think this is going to be something on Disney Plus. Yeah. Is is Vince LaRocca could come get get out of jail and go after her? I have no idea, man. All I know is that I looked it up and she is uh, confirmed to be in Sister Act wow. Three. I'm invested. So. I need to and watch Sister Act Two. I'm sorry. I said I need to watch Sister, Sister Act, Act Two. Too. Maybe that can be coming up in a couple of weeks. Who knows? Also, we saw Whoopi Goldberg twice at Candlelight. That's right. And that's when we had the cool story with Emma when she talked to Emma. Out that's right. In, uh, when she was dancing when Emma out was at Candlelight. Emma was feeling that music. Yeah. She was she in her group. feels. Oh, she, there was. She was doing, she was doing <laughs> the sister Nobody act. but Emma. She was doing the sister act. Do you need to go on a trip? Do you hate the hassle of organizing a vacation? Well, say Hakuna Matata and call Matthew over at Travel by Chewy. He is an expert who can arrange itineraries from a relaxing Hawaiian getaway to an exciting theme park adventure. The best part is his services are free. Call him at 507-261-9773. That was 507-261-9773. And just let him know Diz has sent you. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as Diz Is. This week in the world of Disney slash news. So, Jen, what did you do in the world of Disney slash news this week? I knew you were going to start with me, and I have to think because. That's fine. We're edited out. Alex, what did you do in the world of Disney slash news? Didn't do too much, Joe. I did get caught up on What If. I didn't watch today's episode, which is Wednesday, but I did watch the two prior episodes. 
And, you know, it's not, it's not going to be popular I know you don't opinion. Like it. I'm not a fan of it. I don't know what it is about these stories. I don't, I'm not a big fan of it. And I, I love, I like zombies. I like Peter Parker. There's a lot of awesome scenes and, and images and ideas in this last episode that I liked. But as a whole, I don't know. I just, I don't, I'm not enthralled by it. I don't know what's going on with it. What if, I guess, I don't know if it's the artwork. I mean, I like, I like animated movies. I like animated shows, but I'm just not into it. I don't know what's going on. Okay, what else? I know you watch a whole bunch of Bluey. I mean, that's a given. That's a given. Christina goes, Christina's going, <laughs> Christina goes today. She goes, have you ever talked about Bluey on, on Diz His? It's like, <laughs> yes. That's like, like your favorite week. thing. We're going to do an episode on Bluey. And Alex is like, I'll oh, give it a straight 10. Give it a 10. Give it, <laughs> give it a 20. Okay, what else did you do? My, my, uh, my daughter decided what she's going to be for Halloween. Because we're trying to figure out, you know, Halloween's coming up. It's already September, next month, October. And she's going to be Sally for Halloween. <gasps> oh, cool. Yeah, she's going to be Sally. That's cool. So we're going to start getting that outfit ready to go. We, got, we just got a Spider-Man outfit. Came in the mail for my son. And we put it on him. And he started running around the house, sliding around, doing his web noises and uh, falling yeah. over and making, you know, saying he's Spider-Man and stuff. So... <laughs> Nick was telling me about that, that oh, uh, was he? he was just jumping around doing Spider-Man. Yeah. The, has, has he seen any of the cartoons or anything? What's making him kind of oh, yeah, get we, into Spider-Man? We, oh, yeah. We watch Spider-Man cartoons all the time on uh, D+, of course. Joe, what did you do in the world of Disney? So we finished up the Pirates movies. Uh, we watched the fourth and the fifth one. What do you guys think about the fourth, fourth Pirates movie? Because I'm going to let you guys know. started getting weird. <laughs> which one's the fourth Hold one? Hold on one second. Which Hold one? on one second, okay? Hold on. Which one's fourth the fourth one? one is what Penelope Cruz... And they're doing the Fountain of Youth. Okay. Overall, I'm not a big Pirates Caribbean fan. Okay. Jen, I'm a t- I was not looking forward to watching the fourth one because I, I, I thought the same way. I was kind of like, well, you know, the fourth one wasn't that good. It was pretty good. Really? I really enjoyed it. And so, and so did Nick and so did Mel. Mel actually enjoyed it too. Really? Yep. And then we watched the fifth one. And the fifth one's probably my favorite one in the whole series. Is that the one that has a, is the fifth one the one that has a scene where he's in a desert? No, that's oh. the third one, I oh, believe. Wow. Okay, I've never even yeah. seen the fifth one. Maybe so the fifth one is when there was like the the, the bad guy Salazar, and he's like really weird looking. It's almost like there's no gravity whenever he's walking. Like the the um hair, his hair's like floating, and he's a really cool bad guy. I'm gonna tell you right now, Davy Jones is a cool bad guy, but Salazar, I think that's how you pronounce his name. He's a cooler bad guy. He's pretty awesome. He's definitely creepy. And the whole story is real cool. That's when the, the, the fifth one is when you see young Jack and you pretty much learn how he became Jack Sparrow was that he was they, they were fighting like two ships and it's how his legacy came about. Pretty much. Oh, uh, OK. I think I have and seen you see, that one. And like everyone on Jack, like the pirate dies, whatever. And, and Jack is like he comes like uh, there's no captain. And then he comes up with like a really slick idea to go ahead and how def- they're in a bad situation. And Jack comes up with like a. A really good idea how to pretty much defeat the ship that's about to destroy him and he's up in the crow's nest like a baby bird like a baby sparrow and he's being jack sparrow up there hey whatever yelling you know and that's how he got his name jack sparrow because he's up he's up in the crow's nest like a like a baby sparrow just tweeting away whatever uh-huh. um and it kind of goes into the history of how he got the compass you know the compass that's always pointing to whatever he wants yeah kind of goes into that so i i really like the fifth one that's probably that's probably my favorite one um, so we watched that one. Nick loved all of them. Hey, speaking of pirates, did you see Johnny Depp at the Met Gala? He had a Pirates of the Caribbean 
uh, like watch um, holder, and he had the Pirates of Caribbean coin, as well as a skull uh, on his uh, cane he had with him. So oh, really? Was, yeah, he was dead. I have not seen one picture of him. Oh, no? You should look it up. It's, it was, uh, I'm going to look it up. It's kind of cool. Yeah, he is, uh, he's an interesting character. I like Johnny Depp as an actor, you know? Uh, and I, I loved, I really do like pirate movies and I think I heard, I'm not sure if it's for sure, but I think they're in the works of making some more. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So I did that. It was fun. Uh, watched the new Turner and Hooch, which I loved. Um, and we also on Sunday was my wife's and I 12th anniversary. And so we had like a Disney day here at the house and we kind of created some of our uh, favorite Disney meals at the house. So we woke up, we, um, my wife made Disney waffles. Then we, for lunch, we, uh, we had cheese, we made cheeseburger egg rolls, which was a lot of fun and they were delicious. Uh, and my son, he ate corn nuggets, just regular corn, like corn dog nuggets, whatever corn dog, like little things. And then he created a little logo that had Casey's corner. Like he drew it. So we pretended like we were eating at Casey's corner. Then for dessert, we had Mickey ice cream bars. And for dinner, we made Ohana noodles, and they were all right. They, they, there was something off with it, but Alex, what did you think of them? Because we I, gave some to you. I liked them a lot. I had uh, you gave me that bowl, and then Christina tried some, my son tried some, Emma tried some, and then I ate all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was all right. Uh, and then my son kind of drew a little Ohana logo, so we ate at Ohana for like dinner. And then throughout the day, my son he created like a little gift shop with a whole bunch of Disney stuff. So we kind of went through and we bought. Uh, you know, we had Mickey ears and we bought Mickey ears and we had Disney shirts and we had Disney toys there. So it was like, we were walking through like a little gift shop and that was a lot of fun. And then we also went virtually on some rides, uh, you know, big Thunder mountain, mine train, slinky dog. And we kind of talked about, you know, the, the, the rides and my son's kind of looking forward to going on big thunder, which I'm excited about. Nice. And even he was kind of interested in space mountain too, cause space mountain, space mountain's really not that, you know, it's not really a thrill ride. Was it's there. There's really not too many drops or anything like that. It's dark, it's dark. but What's so funny, Jen? You're laughing. I'm laughing at you because you only went on Space Mountain in March of 20. I know, man. 20, what, in March of 2020? Oh That's my when God. You, I know, but I loved it. It was time. so much fun. Nick's going to write it, it. And I'm like, you're the man of the house now, Nick. <laughs> it was fun. I loved Space Mountain. I can't wait to go on it. But we watched Space Mountain. We're like, it's it's like nothing, really. I, I don't understand why I missed out on these rides all these years. Hey, when you were done, my anxiety, I have bad anxiety. When, you're, ahead, when you were done, I mean, I got out. did you guys go sit in the car for an hour? Pretend like you're driving home. <laughs> we did actually. <laughs> no, we drink didn't. your coffee. Stop to <laughs> stop to use the restroom. That kind of stuff. And Jen, guess what? We had the grapefruit beer uh, that you can only uh, get. The, what's it called? The high, high, what's, what's the name of it? Hoffer Sopper or something Schaffenhofer. like that. Schaffenhofer. 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 We had the Schaffenhofer. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. Oh, nowhere near it okay jen what'd you <laughs> what did you do um i don't think i did a whole heck of a lot like i've okay so i'm the oldest in case anybody doesn't know i'm the oldest on the podcast and so like my dementia brain is kind of real so i'm sitting here listening to you guys having a minor panic attack because i cannot remember for the life of me what i did this weekend like Just make I'm, up stuff i'm texting my <laughs> husband no there's accuracy so like texted my husband, like what it, cause now it's now I'm launching into a panic. Why can't I remember? So I do remember now I didn't do a hell heck of a lot. That's why I don't, that's why I didn't Jen, remember it. An hour before we come on the podcast, 
I grill my wife about what we did this week in Disney. Listen, I'm going to start doing that from now on because- And we have the one note. I, I write little notes in here. You guys should write little notes in here throughout the week here and there. It takes like, you know, a couple minutes, boom, just pop in some notes. So it didn't do a whole heck of a lot. We watched um, the first <laughs> Guardians again. Like on occasion, we'll sit down and we'll watch, you know, a movie. Mm-hmm. And um, we hadn't seen the first Guardians in a long time. Mm-hmm. And you forget how much you love those movies, especially the Guardians ones. Yeah, amazing. So, um, we watched that and that's just kind of funny to laugh at the same jokes you've been laughing at for all these years, but they're still funny. So, uh, other than that, I mean, that was pretty much it. We're, um, we're gearing up for a weekend at, uh, food and wine and staying at, uh, Riviera this weekend coming up. So, oh yeah. So you're gonna have a lot to report then. Yes. Next week will be a much bigger week in the world. It is awesome. And we're thinking about getting our passes back here, hopefully in October. Are you? Which will be super. Yeah, hopefully, you know, end of October, beginning of November, we'll be getting our passes back and can't wait to start getting back out there. So, you know, look, follow us on Inst- on social media, Diz is 65, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And, um, you know, look forward to I'm looking forward to kind of posting those pictures that when I'm at the parks. So. That's to his on Disneyland Hotel. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHis65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for Diz His. Yeah.